Hello and welcome to the Bizarre Briefs Podcast. My name is Dave Eisenstatter. I'm the editor of The Valley Advocate. I'm here with Trumpy with Hits 94.3. How's it going? It's going very well. I apologize for my voice. I think it's been a few weeks now. I sound terrible. Yeah, but you still have your bell, so it's <laughs> like you you could do one of those. You could be like the first mute uh, like radio person. You just respond with the bell like R2-D2 or something. Nice. I guess that makes me 3PO. Not the best person, but... <laughs> okay, we're talking about weird news. That's what we do every week. This is what we do. And I want to start with... I don't know how... Like, we've done a Halloween one. We've done a Thanksgiving one. Now we're in Christmas season. And all the weird news stories seem to be about Christmas, which is fine. That's cool. There was an altercation in a... I think this was a subway train or a, a train between Manhattan and Long Island. And there was one guy who was allegedly drunk, shouted homophobic comments while wielding a... A knife and stabbed a 22 year old in the leg but it could have been a lot worse if it hadn't been for a group of people dressed as santa claus mm. who had just been at SantaCon. the santa claus dressed people subdued the attacker and uh the altercation was stopped in his tracks i like this because at first i was like you know we don't usually do stories of people you know bizarre stories of people being stabbed um, but this this works. Yeah, I think I think it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate that this happens. Kind of, you know. I mean, I imagine yeah, a because lot. Like, this is really less about the person being stabbed. No, yeah. But except the person who did the stabbing getting attacked by Santa Claus on the subway. It, it's kind of nice to think that Santa Claus does more than just give gifts out on Christmas. In the weeks leading up to Christmas. They've got like a naughty nice patrol of like mini Santas that just go around and subdue attackers. <laughs> I like this story because this is good because I have a Santa story. All right, let's hear it. And I, I also want to point out that this story has touched me in a way where I think maybe this might be my most favorite weird news story of the year. 2019. What about the decade? We're almost at the end of the decade. The whole decade. Too. Okay. This is it. This is the one because there's just a, it, it, it just touches me. A man goes into a home to rob it. He is a burglar except the homeowners come home mm. so what does he do he hides in the closet okay the homeowners discovered there's a man in their closet he then holds the door closed <laughs> why do you want to know why i do want to know why I'm on, the, I'm on the edge of my seat he then pretended to be santa by saying <laughs> ho 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 from inside the closet Told them not to open the door because he would ruin their Christmas surprise. <laughs> <laughs> the, imagine the dedication. I, I mean, that was some really quick thinking. Don't, <laughs> don't open the door. I'm holding the closet door shut. Pretend I'm not here. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> don't, don't ruin your Christmas surprise by, you know, then having me arrested. <laughs> yeah, the Christmas surprise is like, it's almost like a Robin Hood kind of situation where you rob from the rich and I don't know, you're not really giving to anyone. Is that how Santa does it? Is that how Santa gets all the gifts to all the kids by redistributing toys that, that he stole? So that, why? <laughs> a little twist to this even... <laughs> In addition to it being dumb, uh, while they were on the phone with nine one one, he 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 did escape and ran oh, to the neighbor's man. ran to the neighbor's garage. The police followed his footprints in the snow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Don't open the door and ruin your Christmas surprise. Oh, uh, like the worst time of year to burgle somebody. I guess if you're desperate and it's cold out. We had a bald eagle story at the very end of the last week. Yeah, and I've got another one. This one is a versus tale. 
So a bald eagle in Canada wanted to eat something, and it flew low over a body of water in British Columbia, off the coast of British Columbia, and it latched onto an octopus. Octopus, known for having eight legs, so I'm kind of imagining it grabbed like its head or like one of the legs, but with an octopus, it still has like seven other legs. So the octopus like grabs the eagle and there and kind of there's a big struggle that some of the local coast guard or, or um, people on a boat, some animal folks that were <laughs> that were noticing this situation. And they actually the, the struggle lasted so long that they had to actually separate the two animals and they went along their way. So I guess they fought to a draw. That's amazing because eagles can uh, they can grab a very large animal. I mean, or they could do like a house cat size. I mean, they could. So if you were going to put money on one of the, on, like, if you, if you, all you knew was octopus versus bald eagle, where would your money go? I actually don't know. And now that I know that this was a draw, now I'm, I probably wouldn't take that bet. So being a, a part-time birder, a closet birder, mm-hmm. I, I would put my money on the octopus because of the, the extra tentacles. And you know, Yes. I have seen, I, I've video, I have watched the bald eagles, bald, several bald eagles tear apart a, a rabbit. Yeah. And and fight over it. So they, they are capable of a lot. Yeah. They got those sharp talons. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because they got so many. Le- yeah, I th- maybe you're right. I, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised if the eagle, I'm surprised the eagle isn't able to like just snatch a leg off of the octopus too quickly. But maybe next time because he'll know. <laughs> yeah, that, right. What doesn't kill you teaches you a lesson. Yeah. Oh, I have a lesson for you. A yep. lesson in how to not rob a Walmart. <laughs> Or when you're shoplifting, you know, so we, we know in, in, in a lot of movies, there's always a, a diversion and then, and then the, the, the thing happens, right? Ooh, yes, right. That's, yeah, it sets up some dramatic right. situation. So if you could imagine yourself shoplifting at Walmart and you're like, well, I need to get away. Maybe what I'll do is I'll set fire to a Bible <laughs> in the Walmart and then clearly I'll just get away. What? Only it didn't work, and you've now been arrested for shoplifting and making $300,000 worth of smoke damage inside of a Walmart. I feel like that that would, in, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say that everyone who shops at Walmart is like a Christian or, you know, but I feel like there's enough of, enough people who would shop at a Walmart who would be just really upset by that and would, you know, be doubly wanting to catch this person. Yeah, you ruined my shopping experience with a fire. Yes, right. I was in a Barnes and Nobles once that caught on fire. What would you? Oh, okay. And what? And was it was it from the Bible section? No, it was in the back room. Mm. I was even. It was. I was there for story time with my like <laughs> you know, one and a half year old. Uh, what would you? What would your diversion be? To <laughs> I have an I I have a like a small thought. Like I was thinking like maybe. Like their whole thing is about like uh, deals, right? If you just like set up something with like some really big deal and like everybody be like, oh, I want that TV. And like everybody went to that section of the store and all the staff is like, oh, wait, that's not really a deal. And then you can slip well, out. What you would have to do is set Always the diversion off only one side of the store and you're going to have to exit. The diversion needs to be far from the exit. Mm-hmm. So the diversion would happen and you need to be able to exit around the same exact time because then you wouldn't... You wouldn't be noticed because it'd be like you're just leaving and then this thing happened that drew their attention away from you. You know, so so I don't know. It would have to yeah. something to do with timers and housewares, I would believe, because mm. that's where there would be All of the timers. timers go off at the same time. It would have to be something like that. Yeah. Um, I have a story about time. Um, do we have time for it? Uh, we got time. 
I this well, we don't have as long as this takes though, because this is a 141-year-old Christmas tradition. Oh, there's a family, and they're they're in Michigan, and they have since 1878 passed back and forth as a gift the same fruitcake that was cooked at that moment in time. Okay, that's it. That's the whole story. Fruitcake's terrible. Uh, so why is it t- terrible? I, I I don't. Maybe I just haven't had a. I'm I'm not even sure I've ever even had it. I just I've just told myself I I don't like it. Yeah. Well, the, I think it's kind of funny because do it's they like, eat it? Do they eat a little? N- piece? No, they no. don't. Well, thankfully not. It's not really a food item. I think in their minds anymore. I think yeah. it's just a, a a relic that probably attracts flies and disgusting. Yeah, I think that's pretty amazing though that yeah. they're able to do that and keep that going. Um, maybe after you've eaten that fruitcake, you'll then need this next story. Toilets, we all know what they look like. There's a new a comp- or a new company. There's a company in the UK who was uh, called Standard Toilet, and they designed a new toilet to make it uncomfortable for you to sit on. This is so when you're at work, you spend less time on the toilet. So uh. the toilet is slanted like a 13-degree angle, so it's f- almost as though you're doing a squat. And since we're all so healthy, we don't do squats. Right. And it'll have us spend less time on the toilet. Now, I do my best... Uh, viewing of Instagram and Twitter on the toilet, so that would be really disturbing. Then I don't know when I would have time to be on Twitter. It's like already. I mean, so many people. For so many people in the world, not for us, of course, but for so many people in the world, going to work is already such a burden of uh, <laughs> uh, um, that you're trying to make things less comfortable for them. It, it just feels a little bit like. Uh, well, you know, the company never wants you to waste time at work. They want you to be <laughs> working, and if you're spending time in the bathroom, you're not being productive. Yeah, it's oof, but it's probably not that productive to have you like hold it in because you're afraid to go to their <laughs> uncomfortable bathroom. You're probably right. just sitting around like with your legs crossed. Now and- you're gonna go to like the closest local public bathroom, which for me would be Thorns, and they're lovely public bathrooms. Do you have a favorite public bathroom? Hmm. So this isn't a public bathroom, oh. but when I'm but when I'm down at uh, NEPR, they have a really nice bathroom, and it's not really because of the bathroom itself. But it's because they play classical music in the Ooh, bathroom that's, that's while nice. you're in there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's probably my favorite bathroom in the valley. Yeah, Thor- Thorns Marketplace, downtown Northampton, a very nice public bathroom. And then uh, in on Boltwood in Amherst, uh, they hmm. have a very nice bathroom. This is good. Really nice hand towels. I need to start paying attention to these public bathrooms because it's like, oh, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes you're out and about and you're you just gotta like, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got strategic places I like to go. I. As you might imagine, also have a bathroom story here because I, I, it's, it's a rare week on Bizarre Reese podcast that we don't have at least one story about something that happens in a bathroom. This one, you had an uncomfortable one. This was, I think, probably a little bit more uncomfortable. Jakarta, Indonesia, there was somebody who went to the bathroom. They were met by over a dozen venomous cobras. They had to get some specials in to get them out of there. That's terrifying. Were they yeah. really coming up through like the toilet? I yeah, I think that it was just there were they were in the bathroom. It doesn't of say course. exactly. Of course they it doesn't were in say the exactly where they were from. I mean, we've talked about bears being in the bathroom. We've talked about like kangaroos being in the bathroom. I haven't heard of venomous cobra snakes being in the bathroom before. Yeah, I have a terrifying fear of sitting on a toilet and like a snake coming up and biting me or mm. an alligator or something. Well, don't go to Jakarta because that really. Oh, could I'm not happen. going. Yeah. You've, you've you've cured me of that. <laughs> Jakarta, Florida, New Jersey, all the places where the great stories come from. Yes, and if we've got if, if we're able to do one more, I have a, a travel story. Oh, an let's air, do it. An airport one. This is an airport in Lithuania that has a Christmas tree made out of confiscated items. So this is a Christmas tree that's got 
It's like got scissors for branches and other sharp things like box cutters, I think <laughs> lighters that uh, are adorning the tree. So it's kind of like a little bit of a festive reminder of all the things you can't take on a plane. Thanks for listening to the Bizarre Briefs podcast. Check us out on valleyadvocate.com. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to listen to my radio show.